0: And welcome to the Golden Rock Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast Connie. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. Connie, how does it feel to be caught up in the Iono Zone? The Iono Zone? It's such ah oh,
1: It's fine. It'll be good. It, like. Mm, mm. Mm. Question. Mm. Question yes. for you. Do you think she has more or less followers than Raihan? Ah.
0: Uh, oh, that's a tough because part of me thinks she has less because she she it's almost like she's trying too hard. There is a level of that, yeah. But she's a female content creator, whereas Raihan's a male content creator, so I think that's a benefit to her because she's quirky, she's a little bit weird, and people like that.
1: Okay, so arguably, I, I hear this argument a lot, that female content creators have it easier. Mm. There is an argument to be made early on when it comes to content yes. creation, right? The, mm-hmm. the early boost of being female and having female assets is... <laughs> it, it is. It is helpful, yeah, yeah. and I don't is, think anybody it is, it can is, it deny is. it. No. However, when you look at the highest earning, and the top echelon of content creators, yeah, they're almost exclusively male. Look at Twitch. Oh, really? Look at Twitch. Okay. You've got maybe, what, Pokimane, Amaranth, and then it's all male. Right. It's Mm. uh, it's all male at the top. So this idea that, like, oh, females have it easier, eh, maybe initially, maybe initially. There are. And again, we're suggesting that, like, you know, you are utilizing.
0: Listen, if you've got go- an advantage the thing, Well the thing is, right? It?
1: We all know that if you're pretty in this world, you get further. Whether you're male or female.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I- I'd agree with that, yeah. From my experience. So I don't think that
1: matters. No. I think okay. maybe She's a streamer, which means she's going for, after a different audience than Raihan, who I... What's Raihan going for? Is I think he more he's, like... he's, he's an Instagrammer. Instagrammer, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, he takes all his selfies on his phone that floats around him when he's doing his mm. battles. Mm. But I suppose that's the difference. See, Raihan is, like, number two in Galar to the champion of the world okay. kind of thing. So, so...
0: I, I, I... I want to change my answer, actually. hmm Okay, Raihan... Has The Great Following. And I'm only basing this on the crowd that Iono draws or lack thereof compared to Raihan Stadium, which is fully sold out. Okay, I see you. Uh, see, what I'm, see what I'm doing there? See what I'm doing there? Because I mean, that we got doesn't... to see the live gameplay of, in the latest <laughs> trailer. Of the five people watching live, in person even. Um, but that doesn't take into account the amount of streamers. Uh, not streamers, viewers. Like viewers, live viewers online, yeah. Every, everybody mm. just watches it all online these days. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just cost of living and people can't afford a ticket. Maybe that's why they're all watching it online. <laughs> Gas prices, man. Nobody can afford to drive out there. No, I, I, I'll just have a. I'll just watch on Twitch or YouTube or whatever the Pokemon equivalent is. Oh, you're right. There are like. Six people in the background, aren't there? <laughs> there, are, there are many. There are many all. <laughs> which, so, like, after the stadiums in Gen 8, which I think, from my perspective, were the best representation of gym battles and the aesthetic, I guess. It's a bit disappointing to go back to there's about six people watching. And maybe that's because maybe that is because people because in Gen 8, it's more about the gym challenge. This is what's going on, which implies that it's not all year round. There's like a period of time where this happens, like football has seasons and then off seasons. So maybe that's why the stadiums were more packed. Whereas over in the Paldea region, A, you're basically a nobody. Nobody knows you. And there isn't, maybe it's just ongoing. It's like, yeah, any time of the year you can come and challenge us. Hence why it draws less people. Well, the
1: other thing is as well that I don't think the gyms are that important because they are just a proving ground. They're not the be all and end all. It's not like, I must go Mm. through eight gyms, then four, elite four, and then a champion. It's, yeah, you beat the gyms to become a champion ranked trainer so that Mm. you can fight other champion ranked trainers. And maybe those battles are actually worth watching. So it'd be the difference of like going to a school football match versus going to a professional football match.
0: Okay. Nobody cares yeah. about the
1: school football match. It's more about like friends and family that yeah, show yeah, up yeah. to that.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Mm, Doesn't mean there okay. won't be
1: talent there. It just means that's not what we're going to watch. And I know no. I've said football, I mean soccer to our American audience, because
0: I know college ball is like huge. But over here, it's not really no it's it's definitely not, so what's your answer then? Which one of the two is the most viewed, or whatever metric you want to use i again, I think Iona's begging for it a
1: little bit more, which i would i it's weird. I'd love to say it's like ah, oh, that makes me believe that she hasn't got as many followers, but we all know that no matter how high that number gets, it never feels like enough no, um especially if you have you know self. Self-doubt so, and some seated yeah. <laughs> issues.
0: Oh, driving home. Um, but I, Ryan, think right hand.
1: Yeah, I think it's Raihan. Yeah,
0: Raihan almost seems like, yeah, I've got a lot of followers because I'm not actually trying. Like, it's just a addition to that. Whereas I know Aono I feels like, you know, she started at zero and she's like, I'm going to be the best streamer ever rather than, Oh, I'm streaming because I'm good at other things, and it just so happens I can tap into that for my audience. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. the thing is, like,
1: Galar, especially with, like, Rose and that leading it up, I feel would push it more for him. Mm-hmm. They, they would help yes. that, that level of, like, okay, you want to be Instagram famous. You know, it's the same way that um, Nessa. Nessa's a swimsuit model. It was so she? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So she's a swimsuit model. She does, like, pictures with water Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, and Rose will set those kind of shoots up. And it's like, you you, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. That kind of businessman mm-hmm. etiquette. Mm-hmm. So if Raihan wants to do this kind of, I want Instagram followers, all right, fine, we can make that happen. We can do, you know, they slap ads on the back of Leon's cape. You I know. know they're pushing that social
0: media hard for them anyway. Yeah.
1: So I I feel like Iona was kind of doing it on her own. Raihan would have had backup.
0: Yeah, That that makes me think, actually, because you see the Rotoms flying around the gym battles in Galar. Now, originally, I thought that was just for, you know, the audience in person, like football. They have the cameras, then there's a TV screen in one of the corners so you can see the replays and stuff like that. But thinking about it, that might be streaming to people at home on their TVs in Galar. And and, and, yeah, I, I never thought about that. I think mm-hmm. in Twilight Wings yeah
1: uh the spin-off series for it that's actually confirmed that that's what they're doing okay that they I are streaming it for people at home you really do it's, it's a good series that's where you'll see like nessus moving around with mylotex and stuff like that oh it's great
0: oh uh, Not... so just, does that give does that basically give a bit more spotlight to the to the to the trainers. Galar trainers and yes. stuff like that because okay. there's
1: there's a B episode, there's a Ness episode, Hop actually gets involved a little bit, okay. which considering we've not seen him in journeys no, at all, no. um, yeah, and it all focuses around, or at least, there's, there's kind of a central story around a kid who is in like a hospital, but really wants to go meet Leon and stuff like that. It's oh, really okay. sweet, there's a really good emotional through line to it, I like it a lot.
0: Is it canon to Journeys or its own separate thing?
1: I I think it's its own separate thing. It's on the same level as, like, um, oh, well, like Generations and stuff like that. It was just a another uh, okay. series that they came out with around the game, a shorter one. It's all available on YouTube for free, well worth checking out.
0: Okay, I'm going to do that at some point. So, should we jump into this week's main topic, which is almost part two, I guess? And I just have to say... Connor, you absolutely called it last week. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did. So I I was doing a sleep lock when this video dropped, Mm. and I had to stop everything, go over and look. And I'm really annoyed that like, when this video released, the podcast hadn't come out just yet. It, it was like a couple rot. of hours before, and oh, I was like, no, "No, guys, I called it, and now none of you will ever believe me." No, wait, you will because I'm here, and there's physically no way I could have gone back and edited it because I am live right now until this video goes up,
0: so it's fine. Wait, I have wait, proof. You, you, you asked me to edit it last week. No, I did not. Like days in advance. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth sure. a shot. He's that cheeky so and so. Oh dear. So so okay, the question I've got for you then is, do you think was it worth stopping your sleep lock to watch this? Um yeah.
1: yeah, it yeah? was. I okay. mean, I like I like the Pokemon design. i it's, it's weird. I like it. Yeah, me too. And I yeah, go on. i I found Iono not quite as annoying this time around. So is that simply because she doesn't say anything? No, that's no because okay. in the because they did two uh, videos for this. They mm-hmm. did a follow up of her like stream setup one, which wasn't oh, real game that. footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a real version, a a release where okay. she's like, "This is my Pokemon." Brings out the belly bolt and then like starts bouncing on his head and squishing him down and stuff like that. And she okay. just didn't seem quite as annoying. I don't know okay. why she felt a little bit toned down. Maybe I'm just used to it by now. Um but yeah it was it was a little bit of a shame to see the live action stuff and be like, oh right. Okay, so the in game footage doesn't look anywhere near as good as what we were seeing. That was to be expected.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, the, those cool. teeth
1: look somehow even worse in game. And uh <laughs> no voice acting.
0: <laughs> it, so I'm coming from this from a different perspective. Uh because I didn't I didn't realize there was second I because what it seems like is there was the trailer last week this, or the, the whatever that video whatever you want to call the video then the, then there was the second part of that video released and then there's a separate video which is around um showing belly bolt and the actual gym but there's no voice acting mm-hmm. and it's, it, there's she isn't in the room from the previous videos so i've only seen that third video which is only 1 minute and something Long. Um, oh, you so would you minutes. like to take five link.
1: minutes now to watch this one? Go on. Just so then, we can yeah. be on the same page. All right, we'll be back in a minute.
0: We're back. I've gone ahead and watched the second part of the video that introduces Belly Bolt. Um, I must say that one's five minutes long. The one I watched was about a minute and a half, and I got more from that. Just I <laughs> yeah, whatever. I I she didn't annoy me as much. This time, like you said, but it's probably because I'm used to it. Um, yeah, you knew what to expect. And yeah. And the thing is,
1: like, I, I didn't feel baited this time. I didn't no. feel like, oh, I'm going to get if th- I didn't get a thing. You yeah. promised me a thing and I didn't get it. And now I'm annoyed at you.
0: Well, she delivered. She, she said she'd be back and, and, and tells about it, which she has. Um. So the main takeaway then is obviously belly bolts. Um... I did okay, I liked how they introduced Belly Bolt in that way. it's trying to almost get in the limelight and spoil the Yeah. <laughs> absolutely I, I did enjoy that and I do love its design. I think I think it's fun. Again, yeah. like yeah. when I when I
1: came out with the idea of like this little frog squishmallow thing and the eyes mm-hmm. will actually be its mm-hmm. nose, and I was like, that's a cool idea. I don't know if it'll go well. It goes well.
0: That's so it does. cool. It really, do, it does, it does work. And I must say, like, when they've, because obviously there has to be a decision made about, okay, which trainers have which Pokemon. And, you know, you want, you want, you want them to kind of feel like they belong together. And mm-hmm. this video definitely helps to solve that. Yes, yeah, she is the kind of trainer that would use this Pokemon. Obviously she's an electric type gym leader and that's an electric type Pokemon, but, like, they didn't have to do that, but the way that they've kind of put these two together, it just works. Yeah. I mean, it does look
1: like the kind of thing, you know, it would be a massive plushie that somebody would have in the background. Oh, that definitely. That being said,
0: do you think somebody, do you think they're going to do full size belly bolt plushies? Um, so, I, hmm. It depends on how popular it becomes. I have already seen someone on um, Reddit post a photo of somebody that has created one. It's not massive. It's like your typical plushy size, but mm-hmm. someone's already made one. Um, I don't know if they'd do a full-size one. It's kind of got that that look where it would make sense to do a full-size one, a lot like the Snorlax one that, that was released. Um, well, this, the back.
1: Snorlax one is obviously the big beanbag one, mm. but I'm thinking... Because they did those squishies. Did you see these squishy plushies that they did? No. They did like a pit plop and they did a slow poke that I can remember. And they were just big round boys. (laughs) that were just designed to pick up and just squish. I will send you a picture. But yeah, no, that kind of thing, I think it would go down
0: really well. That's, That's quite cute. That's quite cute. So, have you seen the other trailer that shows the gym? Then the actual yes, gym. Yes, 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 yes. So you have seen that, right. So we're both on the same wavelength now. Should we jump onto that one then? Because that one reveals more.
1: Yeah, we get a better look at Billy Bolt. We get, a, as you say, a look at the gym, which yep. is
0: a little bit barren. A little There's bit... There's nothing going on. Like it's... after the... And, and I think the disappointing thing for me is after yep. watching the videos and it sells this kind of streamer aesthetic and we were talking about, you know, the gym challenger and maybe. Like, the idea of, it's like the contest in the old Pokemon games, and you're trying to increase the number of viewers or subscribers or likes or whatever, and that is how you then get here to challenge you when it reaches a certain amount. And the whole video sold you on this idea of, look how quirky, and this is the kind of, you know, place that a streamer would stream from. Didn't get that from the actual gym. Doesn't feel like that. And what, gone? Because because we, we were talking about you know it'd be really
1: cool if you like she was in her studio and you fought on this area and none of that seems to be the case it does seem like you just fight her on a rooftop somewhere I think we do know where this city
0: is by looking at it so possibly all I don't know where it is on the actual map but it's L- Valencia I believe yeah, it's called Valencia. Ah, Okay, and it's apparently one of Paldea's region's most prominent cities. Did you get that feeling from this? Um, there's like one. City?
1: There's like one big building behind her, which I'm not sure isn't just the gym building.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, but I, again, I'm pretty sure I know where this is. At the bottom right hand of the map, there is like a, a really big city. Um, right. And it's it sort of looks a little bit more modern than the rest of it, and I think that's where it is.
0: Okay, right. So, what was was there anything else that stood out to you in these? Um, as in from the trailers
1: themselves, because like there's lots I want to talk about with Belly Bolt.
0: Okay, let's. I think let's. Do, 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 do. Okay, right. I want to get the negative thing out of the way with. Go Vince. On. I'm, I'm sure you're going to say the same thing. The, um, the person jumping in the background, and I say background, what I mean is a few feet away from Iono, and it's so laggy. Like, why are we still doing this? Okay, I
1: am not necessarily willing to comment on this anymore, given what okay. happened last time with the fact that, you know, oh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't rules. that case in the Japanese one. Yes. And that's just confused me to a point where I just don't even want to talk. I just don't, don't even want to okay. go there anymore.
0: Forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, move on then. I again hope for the best.
1: Don't expect the best. What mm-hmm. was interesting was the fact that, like, you know, we're still at a point where the background trainers all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that in Legends Arceus they had a sort of algorithm set up where you they would have a like stock trainer. But mm-hmm. then we'd change his hair out and change the gender and change the clothing ever so slightly. Okay. So that it was never necessarily the same person. Right. And they've c- clearly not done that here. Which is so- weird
0: because a lot of them are students, which means you just have access to the full... Well, they just wear the same clothes, don't they? And then literally all you need to change is the... Because eye- we've seen that you, they ha- they have more customized options for eyes and hair and stuff. So then, like, say you just do that random... Think of, okay, this, they all wear the same outfit, well, male or female, and then you just randomly select hair, eyes, mouth, But there's a nose. whole bunch of different outfits
1: available to us as well. So why? Oh,
0: yeah, we, we have so, a whole bunch of different outfits, eyes,
1: hats, glasses, mouths, whatever. So you can just basically go randomly done.
0: So Ran, my, Random generate it. Yeah, I, I agree. So my, my thought on that is because... These this and Legends Arceus were in development at the same time, and what mm-hmm. was implemented in Legends Arceus was too late to implement in Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. That's, that's probably the, the reason, um, which is a shame because it does now that you mention, mention it, like it does take you out of a video game where you see the same like assets over and over again, especially when it's a person, um, but that wasn't really the case in Legends Arceus, mainly because the, there was a lot of areas where there weren't people. Uh-huh. And then you had the different teams and you could get away with giving them the the same outfit and maybe the same hair and everything because you saw them as a collective. Rather, it's mm-hmm. the same reason why, you know, there's only typically two designs for the bad guy teams, the grunts. A male and female typically, and then you have the yep. few that do stand out. Um, it, it works for teams like that, but it's when it's individual NPCs that are just out and about, that's when it takes takes me out of it because it's
1: like it's like in Sword and Shield, that one guy with his arms folded and the blonde mm. hair in the crowd
0: just nodding along. He's always there in team. He? <laughs> <Everywhere>. Always there. <laughs> He's just following you around as you go on your journey. Yeah, yeah, that, that does stand out, unfortunately. So it it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. It'll be fine.
1: I'm he is still hoping. excited so, about. The let's game.
0: move on to the thing that we did like from this. It sounds like Belly Bolt. It's got a really cool ability. It really has. Um, so, because I I did my homework, went on the Pokemon website beforehand. So it gets two abilities: Static, which we already know about in previous Pokemon games, and then Electromorphosis, which is a really cool ability where it may
1: and uh, like right. So it gets hit. And then mm-hmm. it gets charged. Yeah. Which means, does it get, like, the move charge, does it just that's, get that for free?
0: That's what it sounds like. It basically just powers up the next. But charge yeah,
1: pretty, is 100%. It's a double power move next time around. Which means mm. if you get hit as a belly bolt, and let's yeah. not lie, this thing looks like it's going to be tanky. It it's, does, it's, yeah. it's, it's got a little bit of a Wobbuffet feel about it, where it's, like, very squishy, mm-hmm. you hit it, yeah. and it comes back harder kind of thing. Yeah. Um if you build this thing super duper tanky and then every electric move you have is twice as powerful because it it gets hit. Mm. That's gonna be insane. It really I'm it's, thinking especially of... if you could terrestrialize it and then yeah. put even more stab damage on that electric.
0: Agreed. I'm I'm thinking as well about um like competitive battles, there is no reason to train this Pokemon with to, to be fast like you wouldn't put no. any speed onto this because you want it to get hit so that yeah. then you can like you say counter with a, a powerful electric type move um it'll be interesting to see you know what electric type moves are introduced in this generation um and it'll also like it says they boost the power of the next electric type type um move they uses so I'm guessing like does this does this not affect like special or physical, it is literally just the next electric type move that you use, regardless of whether or not it's physical or special, will just be increased in power. Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's,
1: that's it's- what it's saying to us. And again, that's how charge works. Yes, so you can so charge and use spark, or you can charge and use thunderbolt, it doesn't matter.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we're quite like that. And it looks like it looks like one of the mons, just from what I, I've seen in the trailer, where. They've deliberately, and I've noticed this over the last couple of trailers, there are certain mods that have been introduced where, you know the Blastoise issue where it doesn't use water gun from its cannons, it just kind of appears mm-hmm. in front of it. This, from, from what I saw in the trailer, is the electric type attacks comes from its belly. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Because I was looking at the
1: electric type move, and I, yeah. and I thought it looked better. Like I yeah. really like the yes. way it looked. Maybe it's because it's like, arcing from your Pokemon mm-hmm. to the opposing Pokemon, and then you can see all the damage go off while it while the electric's still hitting it, but you're right, it is coming from its belly. Maybe that's got so, something to do with it for
0: me Ooh, interesting. for me, so from what I remember, it also uses mud slap in the trailer, but it's shown from behind. So the interesting thing will be whether or not mudslap also comes from its belly, because that'll just be the point where they've added the, okay, when it uses an effect, it comes from this location. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not mudslap comes from somewhere else, potentially its mouth or mm. whatever, or its feet, I don't know. Um, but the fact that that electric type move did come from its belly, like give, give Game Freak credit where credit's due for doing that. Absolutely. And I think it
1: kind of looks, yeah, Boom Burst does the same thing. I, I'm assuming it's boom burst. That's the kind of okay. move that it looks like. Yeah, it kind of emanates from the belly.
0: that's right, okay. oh okay. wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Don't get my hopes up here. <laughs> Not again. I can only hear it so many times. Um. So, so, what do you think about the eyes then? uh it's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's. I like it in concept. Yeah. In execution, it's a little bit creepy.
0: So, yeah, um, because when, on the, on the initial trailer that I saw, so I didn't see the video with Iono, I just saw that this is the reveal of the Pokemon and let's show it off in a couple of battles. And they didn't explain which eyes were the real ones and oh, neither right, of them yeah. were blinking. So for a while, I was sat there going, which eyes are the real eyes? And then it's only when it falls asleep that, you know, it, it's realized, do that half moon kind of shape or whatever. And then it's got its two fake eyes on its head that don't actually blink. And I quite like that because it makes sense because it would keep predators away at night while it sleeps because the predators are going to look at it and go, oh no, that Pokemon's still awake. It's looking at me, not realizing about the, the, the fake and real eyes. I quite yeah. like that. That one works out quite nicely. Um but those so pokemon's always had an issue with eyes i feel and i don't know if you agree with me on this that some eyes look really realistic um almost like real animals real insects whatever and then some pokemon literally just have two <gasps> ovals yeah or it, dots it's it's the
1: like the the ones where you'd have difficulty making a ditto plush of them
0: yes okay yeah yeah, you know,
1: the Wooper is the one that always sticks out in my head.
0: Well, what what uh, eyes does Wooper have? Is it it's just, just two circles. dots? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, because could you imagine that with realistic looking eyes? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it'd work. But then so I'm okay with, with like Pokemon with the little dots. Like that's not the point. The point I'm making, I guess, is when you see them together, it kind of throws me. And this is a Pokemon that has both sets of eyes, technically. And it throws me because one, the the fake eyes, I'm like, okay, they look realistic. They've got all the common elements of a proper eye, the different colors and the iris and all that stuff. And then it's just, it's actual eyes are literally just two yellow ovals. Like, how does that work? (laughs) I don't want like my brain can't function because suddenly I'm like, well, I know the real, the the fake eyes look real, but aren't real. And the, the eyes that look fake are actually the real eyes and therefore work. It boggles my mind. I can't, I can't figure it out. My brain shuts down. Intelligent design, mate. The
1: eye is too too complicated for any human to fully understand, because it was created by God in the Pokémon universe. You mean Arceus?
0: Yeah. (laughs) apparently so yeah <laughs> it's life energy there we go <laughs> it's just life energy that's what it is <laughs> and you can just explain away anything it's like in science fiction it's like oh, it's quantum energy whatever that means in Pokemon, it's just, it's just life energy but you're um, right they they
1: are like indented it does look like somebody's just taking a bit of play-doh yeah. and like shoved their thumbs
0: into it now that you've yeah, mentioned it it does it, do, it does look like that um one of the other things that I noticed and I did like is the it has an animation where it sticks its tongue out as well, Blame. like Blah. <laughs> is that the noise it makes? Oh, uh, why not? But, you, <laughs> but just go for it. Um, so I quite like that. Um, I quite like that it looks like. So this bleeds into my next point, actually, about you know you said in the past about Pokemon, you know you want you want it to feel like they're alive. Uh huh. So, the tongue sticking out is always a nice little animation. And then I don't know if you saw it on the, on the Pokemon website, but apparently it's easygoing by nature and it doesn't notice an opponent until attacked. So which, again, which makes me laugh if, like, you, can't, you can do the let's go feature
1: for it to go pick up items, but it won't go and attack Pokemon on its own.
0: Yeah, that's where I was. That, that was going to be one of my points is like, they've said that on the Pokemon website and I like that, but how, will that affect the auto battle system? Like it's probably just in- not, but I hope it does. Me too, because all those points together just make it feel like, oh, this isn't a digital asset. It is a Pokemon with a personality, and you know it goes about things in a different way than other Pokemon. In an ideal world, yeah, you throw it out, and you know maybe this is hinting that the auto battle isn't as simple as you throw out a Pokemon and they just knock out everything. Maybe there are certain strategies. So in the later. Levels Maybe it is a case of, okay, going into this one that's a water type. Well, I do actually want an electric type and Bellybot's the perfect one because of the way that it is slow and therefore it'll get hit first and then it'll counter almost with powerful electric type attacks. I'm hoping this hints, I really am hoping that this hints at the auto battle isn't as, it has a bit more depth than we initially thought.
1: Yeah, because at the moment it looks a little bit, I mean, you don't even see the battle happening. At the moment, mm. it looks like your Pokemon walks up, takes a yeah. little bit of damage, slaps the other Pokemon, and, and it faints.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. it's like,
1: okay, I can understand that that's kind of sped up, mm. but is, is it going to be really easy? Is is grinding my Pokemon going to be suddenly not a difficult thing? Am I going to get more rewards from doing the turn-based style? Like, what's, what's the benefit of yes. doing an actual fight if Auto-battles are so simple now.
0: Yeah, and like, uh, did you ever play Pokemon Quest? No. Okay, so that had auto-battling in it as well, but you didn't have to use it. So basically, you build up a team of three Pokemon. Every Pokemon has um, up to two moves that they can use that affect, you know, like typical water gun or bulk up and things like that. But you could also have auto-battle on on mm-hmm. that. And sometimes you would get absolutely wrecked because the, the AI isn't as clever as you in certain um, um, circumstances but you could once you reach a certain level you could go back to previous levels and grind through rewards and just turn on auto battle but they would also use the different moves that they have and then at any point you could go okay right i'm gonna i'm gonna click that move just to help them out and if this is like if it's similar to pokemon quest i'm okay with that because there is a bit of depth to it What I don't want is an auto battle of, okay, you lost. And the only reason you lost is because you weren't high enough level. I think it's going to be level and typing. I think that's going to
1: be literally the only two factors that matter. Because again, you're supposed to take out 30 of these things Mm. when you go and do the Star Road. So, I, I, and that is supposed to be purely auto battles, at least by the looks of it. So I don't think it's going to be a case of like, okay, uh, I can see my health going down. I'm going to jump in here and back it up and give it actual mm. commands and stuff like that. I I'm not sure how it will work. It's really hard to judge something that's not out yet. Yeah, but again, I just hope it's a not too easy, but at the same time, isn't going to make me just pull my hair out because it's like you had full type advantage, the greatest moves possible, and you still lost somehow. Yes, yeah. AI, so- but AI be dumb.
0: Yeah, it is. And and like, at the moment, I'm playing Pokemon Masters and um, on my team, I have Togepi, which is one of the best mons because it has an ability that basically increases accuracy, defense, special defense of all your team. But the Gross. problem is it also has metronome as its only attacking move. And if you put it on auto battle, it doesn't matter that you have the best, most overpowered unit in your team. It just keeps using metronome Over and over again, and that's not what I want. That's that's an example of bad implementation where the AI actually isn't looking at your team and going, "Okay, what is strategically the best thing to use?" Yeah. What's what's the purpose? What why is? Or even
1: just like if the auto battling system follows your pattern. Yes. So, for instance, Mm, like mm. if you if you're running into a battle and the first thing you do is click flamethrower. Maybe the first thing I should do is click flamethrower. Or if the first thing you do is usually if you set up sword stance, okay, I will set up sword stance before attacking. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be good if it recognized this as it went. Unlikely that will be the case.
0: But it'd be cool. It would be cool. I I think it's going to be as simple as you're throwing your Pokemon and, you know, all fire Pokemon have a fire-type attack. All water-type have a water-type attack it doesn't it doesn't matter whether or not that water type attack you have is surf water gun bubble it just ha, it just uses a standard water type attack um and that's how you get through like you say it's based on level and um and um what typing it is it, this is one of those things where like I do want more information before I go into it I don't want it spoiled but I want a bit more information of how it works under the hood just so I can then go Okay, right. I'm on board with this, mm-hmm. which in the moment, uh, um, like I want to see this auto battle because it looks really interesting, but I want to know what's going on under the hood as well.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna get much more information until the games are out at this point. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think they've kind of teased the mechanic, and like, if you want to find out more, either wait for a review or come find out for yourself.
0: Hmm. So. Are we done? Is there anything else you want to say about Ballybolts and these these trailers? Um, not really. It was kind of a again.
1: If this had been one trailer, yes, it would have, have been be a, a really nice mm. lots to go over. Yes, but it's one Pokemon got revealed, and that was kind of it. And it's like, but, okay, I like yeah. the Pokemon. Don't get me wrong, but there's not a whole lot going on here. Do.
0: not like say. If it had been, if if we, if we could have combined last week and this week into one main content, it would have worked really nicely. But unfortunately, that is just how it is. Um, there is one thing that you brought up before we started recording that I really want to talk about. Cool, Did you I've wanna... forgotten what it was. Uh, leaks, <laughs> leaks. Right. So,
1: um, cool. apparently, according according to some people on Twitter, the entire game. Mm-hmm. is being leaked today, as off day of recording, so. which is the Wednesday. Now, how how verifiable that statement is, um, because it's come from two leakers. Yep. Neither of them are sort of the leaker, if we shall put it that way. Again, I'm not okay. giving out names because I don't want to promote this kind of behavior. But nope. it's all Agreed. over Twitter. I can't avoid it. Um, here you go. There's even a recent one here. Uh, eagerly awaiting reply from my source on game leak it's nearly lunchtime so hoping to hear soon so again we've had a couple of people saying the whole game's gonna leak today we'll see what happens um i even went out of my way to set up a separate channel in my discord server today Mm -hmm. for people who want to talk about leaks and like locked it off so it's, you have to now go into a rules section and click, yeah. I want leaks to have access right. to it at all. Um, Makes sense, because yeah. it's going to be everywhere. If yes. it really does come out a month early, it's going to be
0: everywhere. Oh, this everywhere. is massive. It, it will. You will think, uh, like I've mentioned before, nothing for me has been spoiled at this point, uh, which is, a uh, I have no idea how this has happened, but I'm, I've, I'm, just fresh on the entire thing, other than what I've seen in trailers. Um, but like, if it gets leaked, I'm not going to play that leak. And I will I, say
1: it's not the game that's leaking today. It's oh, the what is it? data mine. Oh, is it the data mine? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So the game the game will leak, no doubt, within the next couple point, of yeah. weeks. Yeah. But so yeah. for me, like, because I, I want to go out and, and buy this game and I want to experience it. How the creators intended us to plate. um. But unfortunately, like the moment the data mine gets leaked, it's I'm probably getting spoiled because it'll be on YouTube thumbnails. That's just how mm-hmm. it is. It's infuriating when that happens because I don't I don't want to know, you know, all the different mons and and this happened with Legends Arceus and I made the mistake there because I I looked up all the Hisunian forms without the context of like. How they are in game, Yep. And I remember being really taken aback by the is it is it the the origin forms of Palkia and Dialga? Yeah. See, which... I
1: saw those. I think like a Reddit post got yes. pushed my way. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I, to be honest, again, I have become an authority on Pokemon amongst my friends, mm. who will see something and be like. Do you know what this is about and just sent me them not realizing oh, what really? they were. And of course that's the kind of thing where if you're just looking at the dex entry for them they don't look good poke. They don't look like good No,
0: agreed, agreed. Yeah. But in the game they look pretty good. They look good they do. in action. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And that's why I don't want to just see, you know, if Ballybolt has an evolved form, I don't just want to see a PNG of it because all I'm because that instantly will make me look at it a certain way rather than how the game creators want me to look at it in-game, which might be, oh, it's hopping around the map or, you know, it, it's it's one of Iono's Pokemon. She just happens to use its evolved form as, as well and you get to see it use a really powerful move that you've never seen before. You're like, oh, what is this? Like, I don't... Like, fair enough. If people want to... some, I get why people kind of data mine because... For some people, they, they do want to go in with as much knowledge as they can, and they like, some people just enjoy having all that information before everyone else. That's just the kind of person they are. Um, and I'm okay with that if that's you as a person wanting that information, but then don't push it on other people.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's, right, so I I have mixed views on this because again, mm-hmm. yeah, you you do you. Do you. As long as you don't hurt anybody else, you do you. Yeah, And I know back in the day, like, data mining just wasn't a thing that we could do. No. We didn't have access to. But imagine if people had data mined Pokemon Red and Blue before it came out, and they discovered Mew. The yeah. game, the, the franchise wouldn't exist the way it does today.
0: No, it agrees, yeah, it would Because
1: the only, well, not the only reason, but the, one of the strongest factors as to why this franchise took off was that Mew was discovered via a glitch. And then the rumor spread. And then people were like, well, how do I get one? How, how do I get one? Is it, is it a secret Pokemon? Or are there other secret Pokemon? What's going on here? And then it was eventually released that, oh, no, you can get one, but you have to do it through this special event. And like the rumor and the spreading of Mew really sold the game to a lot of people. Whereas you can't do that anymore. People know what the event Pokemon are. Yeah. Before the games are even out. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, we data-mined it. Here you go. Here's all the Pokemon that will possibly be in this game. Okay. And, again, that's easier to combat now because you have DLC. Yeah. So Pokemon aren't necessarily even in the game until Game Freak want them to be. Which would be kind of funny. actually. Oh, right. So so I, I was thinking, right, I'm not the biggest fan of day one patches, but they always happen.
0: They do. Yeah.
1: So... Part of me would love to say, like, what if they had a stripped-down version of the game that went out on the cards and then had a fully bug-tested
0: update with so many more Pokemon so on day one? <laughs> it would be very brave of a com- I, I, I would love to see that happen from a surprise point of view because even then, if you spoil it on the data mines, you don't actually know everything because, like say, patch one on day one and oh, look at all this, it's, it's different, things have changed, there's Pokemon that I didn't know about, is a big surprise. The issue with that, though, is people that can't connect their Switch to people the People without internet. Yes. Yeah, no, I realized it as
1: soon as I said it. I mean, again, I go back to, was it, there was a Tony Hawk's game, do you remember yeah. this? There was a Tony Hawk's game that like right. was, like, 50 megabit was on the disc, and then the rest of it you had to what? download before you could play it.
0: <laughs> what oh okay yeah <laughs> wow that is like see this is why people don't have trust for game developers because they pull shady stuff like this yep it's like i know i'm going off a bit of a tangent here but like i remember buying resident evil 5 back in the day on the on the, on the disc and they were like oh this this you can download this dlc for i think it was like five quid the dlc was like a 15 kb key that unlocked mm-hmm. the content that was already on the disc. So you'd already paid for the game and the content on the disc, but they hid something behind another paywall which is bang out of bang out of order. Shouldn't be it shouldn't be allowed. Um and I must say, like it's early day it is one of the things that um that I quite like about what Game Freak did with the Sword and Shield DLC where it was added content that that didn't impact on the main game and it w- didn't seem at least to be it Like, not owning those DLC didn't take away from the main game, if that makes sense. Like, DLC should always be, okay, you've got the main game here. You can enjoy that. This is how we envisioned it. Oh, by the way, here's a little add-on that we've started creating, you know, when it was too late to implement into the main game that allows us to flesh out new ideas or things that weren't in the main game and go ahead and buy And I quite like that about Sword and Shield. So I've got high hopes for Scarlet and Violet bringing out DLC for it.
1: Well, it depends what you're classifying as the main game, because mm. if, if you battle online, then it definitely impacted the main game because it brought a whole bunch of legendaries True. and stuff back. True. However, again, this is the one thing I do like about Pokemon is that as soon as a Pokemon is available in the game, you can bring it over from a previous title. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need the DLC to have Landorus and Sword and Shield. No. Um, which, which is great. Which is exactly what you need, and I really hope they keep up with that kind of model.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I, I do as well. I, I really do. It, it's it's strange because I thought DLC was going to be their new way of making more money. To be quite honest with you, but then Legends Archist didn't get any. So maybe we didn't won't get any. I'm really yeah. surprised
1: it it had one
0: update, which which, which was a, a great free update when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like it was it was fantastic, but. But no do you paid? think the team
1: immediately got ripped off of that and put onto the next maybe. game? Maybe,
0: maybe, yeah. Which, like, I get that from a, okay, we need to get onto the next game so we can push that out. But from a business point of view, it sold really well. And DLC, you'd think, would also sell really well. So it's, just, it, I'd imagine it's one of those strange situations for them where, okay, if we don't expand the team and, and who we've got on on board to build this game. We have to make a decision whether or not we basically make a bit more money from Legends Arceus or if we do that, it's going to impact on Scarlet and Violet and maybe not release on time or we make sure Scarlet and Violet releases on time but we lose potential profit from Legends Arceus. I can't imagine uh, it was an easy decision for them. Like do you think. think it's too late
1: for DLC for, Scar-
0: uh, for um, Legends?
1: Do you think if they came out next year and was like, we've got
0: new areas you can explore in Legends, anybody would care? Um, I think if they bought it out next year, they would still get a lot of sales from it. I know I would love a reason to go back into that game. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they will because from a PR and marketing point of view, it's almost like saying, we released Scarlet and Violet, but actually we acknowledge that this maybe isn't the game you wanted. The game that you want is Legends Arceus, and we want you to go back to to that one. Even though they are different, one is very much a single player experience, whereas Scarlet and Violet is is a single player experience, but there's a lot of multiplayer aspects and you know play with your friends and stuff like that. I just can't see them going back to Legends Arceus from a PR and marketing point of view.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I
0: agree. It, I think it just damaged the the reputation and make people think, oh, okay, so this this game that I, I literally bought a few months back isn't getting an update, but you are updating the one that came out a couple of years back. Yeah, you're almost
1: diverting attention from where you actually want it to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I, I think now it is too late for DLC, unfortunately. I hope I'm proved wrong, though. But yeah.
1: I'm sure whatever the plan is, they will master it somehow.
0: Oh, master it somehow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was that was that an intentional segue? It, it? Yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> Who says stuff like that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just to make. I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to be like, okay, we'll move on to Master Jeans. You're like, no, I've still got like three bullet points I want to discuss about belly vault. Okay, right. So it's that time again where we continue watching Pokemon Master Journeys and discuss the episodes that we've seen. I just need to point this out. There's an error in my script that I've never updated. And that's why I always pause whenever I'm reading that I need to update it. So the first episode is episode seven, The Tale of You and Glimwood Tangle. And um, it's Chloe again. It's Chloe again. And it won't be the last time it's Chloe again today. No, it won't. So you remember it, a couple of weeks back, you asked me about is this taking away attention away from Ash and Ash's journey? And uh-huh. I've changed my answer now. Yes, I want more Ash stuff, and it feels like we're not getting as much at the moment. I know that at the end of this discussion, we're only going to be nine episodes in, but it feels like Ash has only had maybe one or two episodes. I think Chloe's had like four or five of these episodes.
1: Yes, she's had a lot. And, and don't get me wrong, I like her as a character. Yeah. I really like her as a character. And this episode, I think, is really sweet. The My Little Pony episode, as I like to dub it. My Little uh, Pony episode, yes. It is. It like is. Friendship is magic and everything. <laughs> um, and then the one that comes next is, oh, fantastic. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I like her. I like her as a character. I like, because it's simpler. You can go a little bit slower yeah. with Chloe. Um, it's not as bombastic and as loud. Weirdly enough, her lack of sense of direction allows for more slice-of-life anime kind of
0: vibes to her her episodes. That's that's a great way to, to put it, actually, because with Ash and Go, you typically know where you're going, with mm-hmm. the episodes like you can kind of figure out, okay, right, you're going to this area, therefore you're gonna battle, bump into these mons, catch a on, whereas Chloe, yeah, you're absolutely right. Chloe's episodes for me tend to be more about let's let's discover what makes Pokemon Pokemon, yeah, from a this episode like demonstrates it in 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 a good way, but all the Chloe episodes to me have been about caring for mons, yep and. It's about you know the the love and attention that you give to them because they are in fact real living creatures, and whereas Ash focuses more on the the battling aspect and go more on the learning catching. more and catching this, here, Chloe's role seems to be okay. I'm touching on things that maybe you wouldn't see in the other stories. Yeah. It's the emotional connection. And that's not yes. to say the
1: other guys don't have that, but it's it- a much more sensitive approach to it. Yes. Agreed. Um, Agreed. There's there's almost you know, because she's because she's not getting anything out of it. There's nothing she yes. seeks to gain from her interaction with those. That's Pokemon a great one. Other way to than point. an understanding and, you know, a yeah. mutual respect. It's it's why she sticks out as a really good character for me. So And I like the fact that, you know. Because she's a, she's a female protagonist at this point. She is a protagonist, yeah. Um, who it's not just another. I want to do contests. Yes, mm. which is good because again, it's showing different sides of femininity. Yes, contests are great. I love it. It's it's a good story arc for uh, Dawn and Serena and May and oh, Iris didn't, to be fair, but it's. I need something a little bit different. And having yeah. the daughter of a professor who is just trying to get to know Pokemon and that how she relates to them.
0: Yeah. so It's I beautiful. Think it, I love it. It is. And I think a good contrast is like, let's consider this episode, which is about Chloe and caring for the Ponyta and Rapidash. If this, it can contrast that with the Suicune episode that we got a few episodes ago, because there there is similarities between the two. Whereas if Go was the main focus of this, it would have been, okay, Go is helping this Pokemon, but he's going to end up catching it at the end. If it was Ash, you know, caring for this Pokemon and then having to have a battle to resolve some kind of situation where there's there's none of that with this. It's just Chloe, you know, she's not in it for a reason other than just
1: help. Oh yeah, for those who haven't seen it, the episode is about Chloe gets a psychic image from a Galarian Ponyta. That it's Rapidash, parent, assumably, is hurt. Yeah. She then reads a fairy tale book where exactly the same thing happens, convinces her dad to let her and the boys go to Glenwood Tangle. The boys run off trying to ta- chase a. Um, um, oh, I can't remember what they're after. Uh, it's, it's the tiny little mushroom one. I always forget its name. It oh, evolves into um, Shinotic.
0: It's the. Uh, Ammo. Um, I can't remember, even though I've caught it in Pokemon Go this week. Can't remember. It just doesn't stand out to me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I can't um, Moralol.
1: There you go. Ah, okay, there we go. Yes, yes. Uh, they run off trying to catch a Moralol. She finds this ponytail. The ponytail leads her to the injured Rapidash. And it's like, ah, I read in my book that there is this magical rainbow flower that can cure you. I'm going to go on this magical adventure with this little pony. And it's great. Um, very sweet story, very simple story. Yeah, Kind of suggested that it might be a dream at the end. Oh, where did you get that from? Go on. So, they finish up with the Ponyta. Yeah. And then Chloe wakes up. She's got the book in her hand. Oh, yeah. And she's like, ooh.
0: Oh, yeah. Was I dreaming?
1: And then she goes to the door and sees the boys with the moral oll, And she's like, maybe it wasn't a dream. Hmm. Not sure. Leave it up to audience interpretation. And then the book flips through. And you see a girl riding a rap dash with the ponytail and an Eevee on its back, and it's like, was that a dream? Did her adventure really happen? Did she just go no. to Galar with the boys? Did the boys go to Galar on their own? What happened here? Maybe we'll never know.
0: Maybe we never will. I, I, Yeah. Now, See, I didn't think it was open to interpretation, but now that you've mentioned it like that, actually yeah, could go either way, I guess. You could argue either way. It's the Inception spinner top thing all over again, yeah. isn't it? Um, So i didn't have a huge amount of notes other than what we've already really discussed other than we finally get to meet opal, opal which was great 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 um, introduction her quiz as well that she's known for Love lifted that. straight from the gym yes it was absolutely fantastic um cinderace cinderace looks good in pink which loves it as well yeah which doesn't make any sense because it's orange and red but yeah it goes with pink really well apparently I don't um, know. I just, I just like the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm fine. Yeah, I look good in this. I wear pink. I love pink. Let, I, I, I want to I love... I, let me feel pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else? We get we once again get to see Eevee using another move. Um, uh-huh. this time heal pulse. So again, you mentioned was it mimic? I believe it's mimic. Mimic, right? So that's potentially what we are getting here. Um, not a lot else um i guess the only other thing is how i liked how chloe dealt with the impidim where you know ash and go probably would have battled them or you know there would have been shenanigans whereas chloe just asks yep and gets gets what she wants Um, oh is it mimic it might be copycat copycat yeah um i can't remember i know there's a difference between the two i couldn't tell you what it is um but yeah overall though it was it i want more ash stuff but this was a nice chloe episode that's, I
1: think that's where it lands for me. Like, there are... Uh, I almost want these to be three different shows.
0: No, I can understand that. And it could Maybe work Maybe that's where as it's well. leading.
1: Maybe that's do what they're kind of... I don't necessarily know. Again, mm-hmm. Pokemon have been moving more towards, like, we'll have the normal anime, and then we'll have a separate anime for older audiences and stuff like that. Yeah, Maybe they might be going to, like, you know, we've done Ash for 20-odd years now. We might still do something for him but let's Mm. do some other stuff for our more female audience who want to see a more female-centric show. Or let's focus on Go, who is all about catching Pokemon. Now, the likelihood of that happening isn't high because, again, the news came out a couple of weeks ago that they're having struggles to keep up with even producing this. Um, The company who produces this anime doesn't have the staff doesn't have the time to make this to the quality they wanted to um full respect to them for the work they put out and have put out for the last however many years Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but yeah the likelihood of them making another anime show just for chloe not likely
0: but i'd love to see it yeah i yeah it would be nice to because because one of the the way to look at like journeys at the moment is what and whether or not it's a it's to its benefit or detriment is that, you know, you've got, there's no massive overarching story other than Ash, really. And a lot of the episodes are almost self-contained. The great thing about that is because you come into it and every week feels different. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, I know that some people, me to some degree, be like, well, I don't want to see as much of Chloe, and I don't want to see as, mu- as much as of Go. I want to see Ash's journey, and there is a benefit to eventually if they did go. Okay, we're gonna roll roll it out. So Ash goes on this journey, Chloe goes on this journey, Go goes on this journey, and every now and again they they meet up. At least then you can go. Well, I'm only interested in Chloe and Ash, and therefore I'm only gonna I'm only gonna watch those series, and therefore you probably feel a lot better about those series because they are more what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I don't see that happening. I think we're kind of stuck with all three of them until the end of Journeys.
1: Yeah. Which... And again, like them all as characters, but it does yeah. feel, as you say, they're kind of diverting from each other's story and kind of pulling away from one another. Yeah. Where, whereas at least back in the day, you know, Brock, Ash, and Misty, yeah, they all had their own things that they were doing, but they were quite happy to all go in the same direction.
0: Definitely, yeah. And what that, what I liked about that is you got then got to see the interactions between those people. It's quite mm-hmm. hard to have interactions when Chloe's over on her own. Yeah. Um And I do want to see more of these interactions and see how they challenge one another or they they help they do one another. like
1: Separating her off a lot, don't they?
0: They do. Yeah. It, it feels like so. Whenever there's a like a go focused episode, there's typically Ash is also involved in it. Whereas Chloe feel, Chloe's episodes feel very much like it's, it's basically a coin flip whether or not it is just Chloe and they use Ash and Go just to kind of set up the episode, then they, they wander off or something, you know, takes them out of the, of the episode. It does feel like Chloe's episodes are a lot more it's, it's just Chloe rather yeah. than Chloe and Go, Chloe and Ash or some kind of variance on that. Which is interesting because it kind of implies, again,
1: Go is with Ash because Go has a lot to learn from Ash. Yeah. And Ash has a lot to learn from Go in the fact of like being that tutor. Or at least yeah. that's what I'd hoped. I think he's fallen out of that role a little bit as the series has gone on, which yeah. is a bit of a shame because I was really looking forward to Ash being like the knowledgeable one and being able mm-hmm. to mentor Go. Um but there's still benefits to having those two together, and it just feels like Chloe's got nothing to learn from them. There's nothing they can offer her and there's nothing she can offer them. Yeah. So they
0: just separate them off. I can understand that. I'll tell you what, should we, should we flip the, re- the way we review these next two episodes around while we're on the subject of Chloe? Yeah let's, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so let's jump into episode nine, which is Memories of Warming Kindness, which is another Chloe episode. Um, and what I did like about this is, actually, we get to learn a little bit more about Chris, one of the um, lab assistants that we yeah. haven't really had any it, interaction with Not at all cuz I thought her and the blonde guy were together. I thought there was something going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't um, know where I'd got the idea from, but I just maybe it was an assumption, maybe it's my heteronormative brain going, well, of course they're together. But yeah, no. Yeah. Apparently she lives alone and's quite happy to do so.
0: Yeah, she she does. Um and so what basic <sighs> I'm, I can't remember how it right. happens, but basically Chloe ends up having a sleepover at Chrissy's house. So um, she's
1: like, her mum's working late, her brother's staying at a sleepover, and she was going to hang out with Ash and it. Go, but they were out trying to catch ice Pokemon. So oh, that's like, it. I'm going to be on my own. Yes, It's just like, do you want to be on your own with me? Uh, yeah, we can be alone together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And, and um, they have a girls' night, and it's great. And I love and it. And I love right, so I I really like shows where a female protagonist gets to be influenced by female role models, especially in yes. Pokemon. Like some of, some of my favorite story arcs come from that. Like I've I've gushed about Bianca before, and how all the female influences in her life are what pick her up um, from her own headspace and stuff like that. So I really like when you have mm-hmm. these moments of I'm not necessarily lost but i'm not sure what to do with my life i'm still trying to figure myself out okay here is a prominent female person in my life who can act as a role model because she has become a professor or a professor's assistant has gone down that research route but has her own thoughts and feelings and is very feminine outside that you know we get introduced to this idea that she she extracts essential oils from different pokemon and that's some of the research that she's done I like that kind of thing. I like I like femininity. I like the fact that we can have this what was initially like a shonen anime. I know it's not technically but like it's a battle anime at yeah. its at its heart um have that level of femininity and softness to it. I like it. Mhm
0: mhm. Uh yeah, I can I can get behind that and it is nice to see you know uh, people being introduced uh, being introduced being influenced by other people and their role models and you know what you initially thought about them isn't what is true um and like chris for example in in this episode it's great to see the insights on this other person that is just a background character for the most part and what i do like about it is that the whole premise of this episode you know with like they even set it up at the start with chris's mom going oh, have you got a special person in your life? And like <laughs> nagging it. And, and, and like the obvious thing they could have done with this episode is it's about her reuniting with the love of her life, this boy that she met. But actually that isn't where it goes. And I, li- no. and I like that. I like the fact that it isn't just, oh, you're a woman. And therefore you, to be happy, you have to be with a man. Like I I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Like you can be, you know, whatever gender you're with, or whether or not you are alone, you can still be happy. Yes, and I, and I do like that about this. That you know, it doesn't the whole because my thought watching this was okay. They're going down the route of okay, she's a, she's single, therefore a mum's nagging her because she's alone and she's sad. And the reason her house is just an absolute mess is because she's sad because she hasn't got a man. And I'm glad they don't go down that route. And it is. No, she is happy just doing what she loves. And the fact that she has all this side-up merch, she doesn't care what people think. Like That is who she is, and that's what she likes. And um, again, at
1: least to my understanding, that's much more of a cultural sticking point over in Japan of like, you've reached a certain age now, why are you not married?
0: Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Or at least
1: that's what I've picked up through shows and things like that. That, that does feel like more of a, an issue. I mean oh, really? any female listeners in their thirties who are not married here. Tell me, do do your parents scream at you for not having someone in your life? It's very possible. I know mine have started nagging me about kids already. I'm like, that's not something I need. Anyway, we're not talking about me. We're <laughs> no. talking about we're talking about <laughs> okay. Chloe and Chris. Let's let's um. talk
0: about Chris. So um so this this so my next point is is basically what we've kind of said is that Go and Ash in this episode are basically just there to drive the plot of the, the, the man. I don't even know what the yeah, man is called. They meet a guy. Yeah, they meet a guy who just happens, wouldn't you know it, to be the guy that Chris met many years ago, I think. Um, and she's kind of hung up on this chance meeting that she wants- it made to- her feel alive again. Yes, yes. And the whole premise is that Chloe assumes it's the bloke in the photo. Uh-huh. When actually, and I love this, when they finally meet up, it's not. She's obsessed with the Psyduck. Psyduck made her happy on that day. Which again, it's not like a secret. This girl no. has Psyduck everything. <laughs> everywhere. It's
1: amazing. I love her little but- Psyduck rubber duckies. I yes. like her Psyduck uh, chair softener. Like yeah. the fact that you go back to her house and it's all like hanging off the TV in multiple yeah, areas. Yeah. I'm like, all right, so- I get it.
0: So I di- So the whole Psyduck thing for me, it was a surprise for me because I thought they were going down the route of the reason she's obsessed with Psyduck is because she's hung up on this man who happened to own a Psyduck. And just that's just how she kind of, that's just how she kind of, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? How she, like, that's her connection to this man is the Psyduck, the Pokemon. And again, I'm glad that when when you know that the the joke is that when they do eventually meet up and she goes running in and she runs to the sidewalk, she hugs the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's the man. That's the thing that she's that you know she she loves in her life. I I loved it. I, I felt a lot better about this episode than the previous one. Yeah, I think. See, I I I really like this. Again, I yeah. think it's sweet.
1: I think it's. It's a nice... Again, this is a straight slice-of-life anime episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I Mm. really like it. And weirdly, did you ever used to watch Recess back in the day?
0: Yeah, I don't remember a lot about it, but yeah, I used to. Okay, there is an
1: episode where uh, the female character Spinelli goes to Finster's house, which is the grouchy old um, dinner lady, and Mm -hmm. they end up having a wonderful time. And it's one of my favorite episodes, and it sticks out to me. And again, it's that level of like, You know, breaking down those assumptions of who people are because you see them in a certain environment. People can have multi uh, people are multifaceted. There can be more to them than meets the eye. Mm -hmm. And just female characters getting to spend time together and be females. I like it. I like it because you don't see it enough. No, which is a really silly thing to say. It's gotten a lot better over the years. There is so much more entertainment for, uh, you know, uh, there's so much more female-led entertainment nowadays, um,
0: but I it still it still makes me happy to see it. Good. Should we move on to episode eight then? Searching for Chivalry. This is an Ash episode. It is. Is It's a. It's a. It's a training episode. I think. But it's yeah. It's
1: it's it's a follow up to the far fetched episode where he lost a Galade.
0: Yes. How How long ago was that? Was that two weeks ago? Whoa, now you're asking questions. It was is early. It was, it was a the, little while ago. Yeah, so I get. I guess what I'm saying there is like in the older series, like there probably might have only been one or two episodes between those two arcs. It feels like there's been a long time between this episode and when farfetch lost that battle. But anyway, um, so so question rough, on that, on, if if on. I could just jump in on that, so. Do you think that's because of the
1: way things are shown nowadays? So this is this series is a lot more episodic than yes. the older versions. No? Other way around. Serialized. It's much yep. more serialized than the older episodic versions because it's not just expected to be shown on TV. Mm. At some point, everybody knows it's going to go to streaming. In fact, it goes up on the Pokemon channel uh, almost immediately. So you can watch it in order and you're kind of more expected to watch it in order nowadays than just yeah. catching random episodes on TV. So maybe they feel like they can get away with these longer through lines of stories.
0: Yeah. Mm, maybe. But at the same at the, uh, my, I guess my issue with it is mm-hmm. that I st- maybe that, maybe I'm wrong here. I still see this as Ash's. Journey, Mm -hmm. and Journeys is about Ash's rise to taking on Leon, and yet this series feels like that's almost on the back burner. And part of me thinks, is that because like, if they are forcing Ash to have more battles, then you've got an issue of, well, what's his win and loss ratio? Because if he wins them all, then suddenly it feels like he's too overpowered. If he loses more, then we're back to how, you know, the, the issues with the earlier generations where he goes to a new area and he loses straight away. So maybe that's the way that they circumvent, circumvent that of, okay, we can't show too many Ash battles because then it raises the question of like, who's he better than? Who's he worse than? And you can't repeat the same story that they had with Bay, for example, B, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, So maybe that's why it's more spread out because they do need to almost pad out those sections, if that makes sense.
1: There is that. I mean, battles are also harder to animate and are more expensive to animate. So having these more less intense episodes, I think helps spread the budget a little bit further, especially towards like the end of this series where we are building up to the world's
0: greatest coming together. Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. needs to look spectacular. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Should we jump into what this episode's about? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I, I love, I, honestly, I don't think we've ever spoken this much about these, uh, the, this series. I've absolutely loved it. Um, so this episode, we're off to Kalos uh, to learn from uh, Wickstrom. Wickstrom.
1: Who is a bit more of a crybaby than I ever imagined him to be. But I
0: thought he was quite, quite um, like stoic. Like, very... Or you know, I don't have emotions. I am, you know, invulnerable to feelings, and I am bravery
1: incarnate. You will step to me.
0: But no, he's not. He he's like he's happy for for Ash and Go multiple times in this. He's he's you know he cries with tears of joy, um, which is really nice. So this training is very unusual, even though it eventually gets. Them to where they need to go. So it's broken down into three rounds. So they go off to basically... It's advertised... What's it advertised as? Special training?
1: I, I'm not even sure. It's like... Do they go to be knights? Something. Because the episode's called In Search of Chivalry, but I don't yeah. think that's why they go there. I've forgotten, like... The professor a, does go, hey, there's somebody here yes. offering training. Do you want to go?
0: And they, they they go along, and... Like the training isn't what I expect. I and I, I probably should have guessed this from Pokemon. I expected it to be like okay battles. When it isn't, it's you know a maze, running laps, and finding a Pokemon. I think is the the final uh, one. The, getting the a key. key. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, but what I do like about this is that they they put a Pokemon spin on each of these challenges. So the first one is running 10 laps, but then you've got Probopass who's using its magnetism to repel the Pokemon trainers who are all wearing armor, which yep. I, re- I really like that. that you know He's really smart. Yeah, they can bring in these Pokemon and go, okay, this is how it would work in the real world. Well, actually, this is the Pokemon world, and we've got these other elements that we can pull on or we can use, so let's use it. And I, I did quite like that it wasn't just running 10 laps. Yeah, um, it's it, this is not a test of strength. This is a no. test
1: of will, whether you yes. will push through when things come hard.
0: Definitely, um, yes. Great, cool. Round two is where I think we start to see the shift in Ash and farfetch- Farfetch'd relationship.
1: Yeah, and this is where you kind of get that this is what the episode is about. Yes. Because Wickstrom, I think farfetch walks to a dead end, isn't listening to Ash, just walks up to a yeah. dead end. And smashes through the wall instead of turning around and going elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And Wickstrom even says, it's like, that Pokemon's got a lot of power. It's really impressive. But it's not going to get anywhere with the way it is right now. And it's not till it falls in a hole. That's it. And then Ash pulls it out. And it's like, oh, okay. you All right. Thank you very much for that. Drops its leak. And without hesitation, Ash throws himself in the hole. Which we've seen him do before. He's, s- a,
0: yeah, that's, that's not unlike Ash. I, I think most humans wouldn't do it. Listen, we, those leaks, Diamond does dozen over in, you know, the local supermarket. I can buy you as many leaks as you want, but Ash is the kind of character that would jump down the hole.
1: Yeah, he will He will throw himself off large buildings for, I think even at the start of X and Y, he jumps off um, Lumio's tower. Yes. Like, <laughs> the guy's <laughs> <He's is>
0: insane. <laughs> <laughs> definitely and so he throws himself down the uh down the hole manages to get hold of the leak and it seems that that in some respects from the far-fetched um, gains respect yes but it's only during round three that we see the culmination of this and i i loved round three the fact that they have to you know it, it's one of those one of those um it's a take this from my palm yes 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 you that, can't that, do it grasshopper yeah i don't know how else to describe that that's a pit that that's why i phrased as like how do you explain this but that sums up very nicely where it's uh, that the task sounds really easy but it's not uh what i did love about this is we got to see a sword fight i, yep. I love a sword fight <laughs> it's great so we which get is to... cool
1: because they bring back the whole like we've been fighting with leaks and it's like why are you fighting with leaks what's the go- oh you've got a sword now yes okay yeah
0: no fair enough I loved uh,
1: it. <laughs> I retract my previous skepticism.
0: Yeah, so Wickstrom fights with a sword, but it, it, as Wickstrom points out, it's a like a, I don't know why it's made of a up, rubber like. prop sword. Yeah, yeah, so he isn't gonna hit to anyone and he fights off against Ash and Go. Meanwhile, Farfetch'd and uh, Go Cypher are taking on the Aegislash. slash. Um, and the, the culmination of this is Farfetch'd helping Ash using a new move detect to block um an attack and ultimately this culminates in farfetch begins to listen to Ash. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, I, it's, God. it's okay. Yeah. I, I. We knew this was going to happen at some point. There, there was going to be a point where these two have to figure out how to work together. I didn't expect this to be that episode, but I'm glad, thinking about the rounds and how they, they did it, I, I'm happy with how it turned out that these are the sex circumstances and the the hurdles they have to overcome for these two to be to begin working in partnership. I liked it. Yeah,
1: I I'm not sure if I felt it was maybe a little. It wasn't unearned, mm-hmm. but I feel like more could have been done. And again, maybe uh, that's okay, because yeah. like we haven't had, you know, the last one was five episodes ago where we figured yes. out these two weren't getting along, and in that time we've not touched it. At all, all. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're kind of over it in mm-hmm. another episode. It's like,
0: eh. so if, so if this had been the episode directly after that previous one, I'd agree with you there. But I think because there's been that, may, there's been, you know, for us, there's been a couple of weeks since we watched that, like, that episode where Farfetch loses. It feels like there's been enough of a gap. Obviously, the question then is like, how long's passed in universe? But there's no real answer to that. If it's a day, then okay, that is. That's not right. It's like you shouldn't overcome hurdles that quickly. But like, how realistically, how long could they have strung on this far fetched? Because it but the thing been- is,
1: it's it's they did overcome it in a day because they overcome it here. They start this episode the exact same place as they ended the last one. No progress seems to have been made in making Farfetch listen to it. They listen to Ash. So it does feel like okay. It's just it. It took me throwing myself down one hole for this thing to go. To All right, to fair me. enough. I'll listen to you now.
0: Yeah, I like for me. I know that the start in the start of the episode with the with the leaks, which is how we left off at the last episode. But like in my head, I'm kind of thinking there's there's no way this is 24 hours later. But like like I mentioned, there's no way to know in universe like. How long has has passed? Unfortunately, but in Mm -hmm. from our perspective of watching it, because it has been a couple of weeks, I can get on board with it. But like, how far can you stretch this out? I guess would we really want another episode where Farfetch doesn't listen and Ash is still trying to figure out, and we don't get anywhere? I'm I'm at the stage where I'm more excited about how Farfetch evolves rather than Farfetch listening to Ash.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's that I'm, o- I'm okay and, with this. I, and I think I agree with you there that I would be kind of like, oh, we still got this far fetched. This exactly,
0: exactly. And like we know how far would evolves in game. Obviously, that's not something they can really do in. It's you know, so many critical hits. How isn't does it in a work battle? again?
1: You got to take, you got to land a critical hit, but take so much
0: damage. Oh, I thought it was a number of critical hits in battle. Like if it had like two or three critical hits, so then you had to find a Pokemon with high HP, and ideally have a move that increased critical hit ratio in items.
1: Yeah, you've got to do critical yeah, hits.
0: Yes. But obviously... But
1: I'm pretty sure you've got to take a certain amount of damage as well.
0: Oh, I, it's been a long time since... I, it's been like a couple of years since I've evolved the fight. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. After after landing three critical hits in a
0: single ah, that battle. It. That's it. Okay. That's it. So I'm interested to see how that correlates to this. Because obviously, the critical hits aren't really a thing in... In journeys, like, yeah, sometimes you know, a move might knock out a trainer, and you don't, a Pokemon you don't expect it, but I don't know how that's going to work in this. Um, but yeah, overall, the the, the the first episode that we discussed, uh, yeah, it's it's nice, but I, I could have taken or leaving it. But these last two, I, I really did enjoy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think I can concur with that.
0: Perfect. Um, what do you fancy doing now? Oh, I fancy pulling my phone up so we can play a game. Woo! Ooh, perfect. While well, Connor is doing that, I'll just tell people what we're doing. Uh, in front of Connor, he has three Pokemon with three Pokédex entries each, and I have to spot the fake entry. And I get three. So, that's going to be the main thing.
1: because last week I got three out of three. So nothing, nothing, <laughs> no pressure, nothing to live up <laughs> okay, to. Okay, okay. The first Pokemon is Ponyta. Mm. Dex entry number one: The fire that makes up its mane can burn at heats of twelve hundred degrees. When Ponyta trusts a rider, the fire becomes cool to the touch. Number two, capable of jumping over the Eiffel Tower in a single giant leap. Its hooves are ten times harder than diamonds. And number three, these Pokemon live in herds out in the grasslands. Newborn foals lack fiery manes, which which will develop about an hour after birth.
0: Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) So, 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 so. The first one... I I know that the MAME not burning the trainers as a thing for Rapidash I don't know if it's a thing for Ponyta I I mm, that one I thought was the fake one and then we got into the next two like jumping over <laughs> the Eiffel Tower okay right if that if the Eiffel Tower is a thing then surely that's in you know the Pokédex entries for the early games when they still referenced real life things I think that might actually be Legit, it's a very early Pokedex entry, but it's legit. The third one being born. Um, okay, right. I'm overthinking this. I'm gonna go with the first one on the premise that it sounds the most real compared to the other two. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it is indeed
0: the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, oh. It,
1: so it's it's from the anime that it is Ponyta that does burn it because he doesn't evolve into Rapdash until he's already riding it.
0: Oh okay. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh Yay! (laughs) The second
1: Pokemon is Farfetch'd. Oh. And I will throw out there, unlike you, I will keep it all the same Pokemon. So none of these are Galarian forms. Okay. Um the first one. (laughs) Farfetched or no sorry, I'll restart that. Farfetch'd or a known delicacy in a distant region. They are especially enjoyed when cooked with the leek they carry. Number two, the sprig of green onions it holds is its weapon. It is used much like a metal sword. Mm. And number three, it can't live without, a, without the stock it holds. That's why it defends the stalk from attackers
0: with its life. Okay. Ooh. I'm... I'm going to go with two mainly because, I, in the back of my mind, I swear I've heard the other two at some point in my life, but I might be wrong. I'm going with number two as the fake entry. Uh,
1: no, unfortunately oh, not. Number okay. one was the fake entry.
0: Oh, really? It does at look- no point was okay. it saying
1: that people love to cook and eat far fetched with its own leak.
0: But people do like to, let's be honest do you. People I mean, would no, do no that. doubt.
1: It brings <laughs> you- its own garnish.
0: It's great. <laughs> Just rocks up to the pot He's like, oh no, let's jump in Brilliant
1: (laughs) Okay, and then we go on to the last one Which is Psyduck Oh, okay Number one It never remembers using its odd powers So it always tilts its head in puzzlement Number two When Psyduck's headaches become overwhelming It falls unconscious and releases powerful waves of psychic energy And number three as a result of headaches so fierce they cause it to cry, it sometimes uses psychokinesis without meaning to.
0: Oh, okay. They all feel like slight twists on true facts with that Pokemon. Um, for that reason, I think I'm going to go with number two. Okay. It is why. number two. Oh, okay. Right.
1: Was, was there any reasoning behind that? What was it again number two was uh when Psyduck's headache becomes overwhelming, it falls unconscious and releases powerful waves of psychic energy
0: okay so i I know about the headache thing uh-huh. but i've never I've never heard about it falling over, and like that causes it to release the psychic energy, so I think that was the little hint yeah. maybe in the back of my mind, but so think- apparently
1: what actually happens is it it's 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 complicated as all Pokedex entries are. It either yeah. falls asleep or oh. its sleeping brain wakes up. Oh. Yeah, there's something to do with uh like the brain waves we put out when we're asleep. That's what its psychic energy is.
0: Oh, okay, right. That makes sense. So it
1: so it's not falling unconscious, but it does fall asleep or wake up from falling asleep. I'm okay. very confused. Okay. But there you go. You got two
0: out of three. I'll take that. I, I That's a pretty any- good score. Any other week, I'd be happy with that. But after last week, I'm not. <laughs> I wanted those. Th- I wanted those three. I wanted um, to prove
1: that you weren't actually that good, and you just <laughs> you just got lucky,
0: and yeah. anybody can do it. Well, next week you've got to try and get three again. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, perfect. Right, um, should we move on to comments and questions?
1: Yes, let's do it. Perfect. We got a couple of from the Gmail account this time
0: yeah yeah see we're going to flip people people are going to think if i if i email them i'm definitely going to get that read out and you're right for this week (laughs) for this week you're right no guarantee in the future Um. so uh the first question comes courtesy of captain mod what is the most overrated slash overused type in pokemon and the most underrated slash underused type also everyone join the discord it's great over there (laughs) hey hey (laughs) love it thank you um so.
1: most overrated typing. I mean, the obvious answer here is dragon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is the yeah. I think it's overrated because again, lots of people are like it's just the strongest typing and for the longest time it was a really strong typing. It's fallen off quite a lot now that fairy is so yeah. prominent within the meta game. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it again, if you if you're talking about overrated, it definitely fits that bill because it wasn't that strong of a typing. It was more the fact that most legendaries and super yes. legendaries were dragon. That Definitely. boosted that base stat yeah. total of the average dragon type. Yep. Agreed. What so, about underrated? Um I'd love to say bug, but I don't think bug so, is underrated. I just think it's bad.
0: Agree. I think bug are more tailored towards early game rather than late game they have a lot of weaknesses unfortunately um again there are some good pokemon i don't think they're underrated but they definitely are underused um i think one of the most mm, one of the most underused typings and it's a dual type and it's the only one of its uh, only one is um grass and ice abomasnow which is really disappointing because I oh, love it's that combo. so many weaknesses, it's, Yeah, Yeah, it's got like six weaknesses off the top of my head, which is really unfortunate because it, it really needs an ability, in my opinion, to kind of nullify some of those weaknesses. Um, that, one's, that one's definitely um, underused. Um, in terms of... Most- there you go, Grass. I
1: think Grass is the most underrated yeah. because yes. it's a utility typing. It's not the greatest for attack. It's not the greatest for defense, but it has access to so many utility moves. I like that. That it, it, I don't think it gets utilized anywhere near as much as it should. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. Perfect.
0: Um, second question from Gmail, uh, courtesy of, I want to say Tyler Walters, but I don't know if that's a typo or on my end, so I do apologize. Um, do you think Pokemon will ever add multiple save files? Well, technically,
1: they already have you just need to have a different account on your switch no, um mm. they really should they really yeah. should it is stupid that it's twenty twenty two and that's not a thing yep, yeah.
0: agreed agreed
1: in fact, uh, I can't figure out a reason why that's not a thing
0: so the only so the the only reason I can think of is. Maybe they're concerned that if they, if you have two save files on the same save file, it opens up the risks of you being able to do exploits or glitches or something like that. Come on. I know, I know. And that's me reaching. That's me trying to play devil's advocate. Um, personally, I think we should have multiple save files at this point. Um and you can te- you're right, you can do it on the Switch. You just use different, um, different profiles. I-, I just think, my says no, but I can't give you a good enough reason why. The thing is, it's an RPG as well. Yeah. So
1: the idea of not being able to have multiple save files, like, oh, I want to save this just before I go into this gym, or I want to save up before I pick, like even just saving before you pick your
0: starter so, Pokemon, so, so
1: you can have three different run-throughs on the go.
0: So, I n- no, I, n- I know why now. I I thinking about it. so most so I'm thinking my PlayStation games uh, a lot of the games that I play you are able to okay right you're about to fight this boss you save the game okay you play on a little bit longer and then okay right I'm going to save but I'm going to save on a separate slot so because I love beating that boss at any point I can reload that game and fight that boss if you apply that logic to Pokemon what you could do is okay I'm going to save on this game before I take on the legendary pokemon and then I'm going to play on and then I'm going to save again before I take on the Elite Four on a separate save file. What you can then do is at any point you can go back, load up the save file, beat the legendary, catch the legendary, trade it over, but it's not been it's not impacted your game because then you can load up the other save file which is in front of the elite four. So I think Who that's no, load up a profile
1: into like oh so. I get I get what you're saying. they don't yeah, want you to spam yeah. legendaries so that yes. you have to like play through the entire game every single time if you want another one, but mm-hmm.
0: just, who cares <laughs> no, agreed, like we're at that point where like people that are gonna hack the game are gonna hack the game regardless, and they already are, regardless of whether or not there is one or twenty save files um like and again, like it's so
1: much easier to clone the Pokemon than oh, catch it, is. it every single Agre- time
0: agreed, agreed, like. The people that are doing that are going to be the kind of people that go, okay, right. I want to catch this Pokemon, progress with this the story, but I actually want to have an extra save there because then I can shiny hunt or I can get the get the nature that I want or the better EVs or whatever it might be. Um, the people that are the I think the people that Game Freak are worried are going to hack the game using multiple save files. They're not going to be the ones. Using that to hack Pokemon because they already they already are doing it. You know when you get a, a hack Pokemon like traded over to you on Pokemon Pokemon um, Home or uh, the Wonder Trade mechanic, like y- you know the ones that are hacked. They're already doing it. Like yeah, just give us multiple save files, but I don't think they will. No. Okay. No, they'd have done it. They'd have done it by now. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Um, and, and in my opinion, the Switch consoles, like they it was, it was the, the handheld consoles that definitely needed that because, you know, you want to play through, you want to complete it, and then, oh, you know what, I want to play it again, but I've got to either delete my save file and start from scratch or buy a new game. Like, neither of those are good options. Well, here's um, the thing, right? So I'm
1: not necessarily entirely sure how this works, but can you, when you buy online for your Switch, is that profile locked?
0: I don't know to be honest
1: like is, is it i don't know if it's profile locked or switch locked
0: so you can't move your save file is that what you're saying
1: no what i'm saying is All so right. for instance if i start a new if i create a new profile to play through pokemon sword again yeah can i go online with it yeah 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 i can so it's on my switch it's not per yes pro, per profile
0: yeah because okay. i I've, I've done it where when i've done challenge videos i've got my main account and then i've got mm-hmm. another account and that Still allows me to connect to the internet because well actually I've got a family pass. Mm.
1: Yeah, see, this no. is the thing. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check this. If you wanna, I don't know if the, we have another question. If you we, wanna start off, because do. I'm gonna double check
0: this. We do have another question. No rush. We have. Five minutes. Um, So, question from YouTube, courtesy of Tony. Since you've brought up Tobias and his legendary Pokemon that were only in the league to make Ash lose, so he's referring to uh, something that we spoke about a couple of weeks back, um, has there ever been a time in your lives where you felt completely and utterly robbed of an opportunity or something you worked hard to accomplish and it went to someone else? So, I can pick up on that one. Um, I'm going to go with something in my YouTube life. probably um who do i want to pick for this who do i want to pick for this i can i can pick the last three series that i've done the wedlock with you the cage lock with custom forms with tommy and then the bdsp cage lock with british eagle i lost all three series de- despite the amount of time and effort that i put into it um and it does make you feel a little bit robbed unfortunately but you can only ever have one winner so you know spoils goes to them and ggs and all that
1: right so. Mine is less to do with content creation. It's more to mm-hmm. do with back when I was at work, I was working in a pub. I worked really, really hard at this pub. I was one of the highest sellers, um, won all the upsale competitions and all that kind of stuff, was constantly there working over time. I worked in the kitchen. I worked in the front of bar and the team leader position was coming up. I mm-hmm. was a shoe in. Basically, nobody else ran for it. Because they knew it was my job for the taking. Yep, yep. I was basically told it's your job for the taking. And they hired somebody in from outside who had never worked in a pub before.
0: Oh, that is. What
1: made it worse oh, was God. they made me work with them on their first day
0: and show them, them everything. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's exactly. Yeah, absolutely... can,
1: can, can you train the person who took your job from you?
0: Yeah, no, it's I, I've had similar experiences in, in jobs in the past where you are doing the job they are advertising for. The difference with mine was basically they said, Oh, you can apply for the job if you want, because I, I was leaving at that point because of the issues with the company. And they were like, Oh, you can you can apply for this job. And I'm and I'm just sat there thinking, I'm already doing that job. I'm not applying for the job that I'm already doing. So anyway. Um, go on, what did you manage to find then? Uh
1: sounds like you can link your Nintendo account to multiple Nintendo Switch consoles no that's not what i'm asking it's it's a different one to get the answer for by the looks of it okay so i'm not sure i i'm not sure is the answer okay
0: okay well let's Nintendo move Nintendo
1: Switch online is per user okay so but is that user is that console is that profile I'm, i think that would be user on the
0: console but yeah, then, I don't think so you can, well. you can't move, you can't have a user on multiple Switch consoles, can you? Nope. No, okay. Um, Connor, what have you got coming up this week? Uh, Not sure, if anything, because I am away,
1: and Lewis is away this weekend. Uh, we're going away for a week. It's our weekly, it's our yearly holiday. Um, nice. Where we get to go meet up and see a bunch of our uni friends. So we'll be away. I was supposed to have a bunch of stuff ready. I have not. So I'm working on a video right now. The likelihood of that getting released this week is
0: not high. Okay. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Sometimes it is like that. By the way, I forgot to mention, if you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube or by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com. And that's the show for this week. If on, you've got nothing going on? No, I haven't, no. <laughs> and I'm trying to wrap up before I have to go. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel
1: at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at CapFidget.
0: And I'm Ben, and you can find me as Professor Hoenn Gaming on YouTube and Professor Hoenn on Twitter and Twitch. As for the Golden Rob Podcast, you can find us on the usual platforms. Search so for Golden Rob Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast app. Leave a like on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast. See ya!